0: A very warm welcome to this service of Choral Evensong from St Paul's Cathedral for the day of Pentecost when we give thanks to God for the gift of the Holy Spirit through whom we make Christ known to the world.
1: O
2: Lord, open thou
1: and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. case to help us.
2: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, Amen. name be praised
0: Here begins the 21st verse of the second chapter of the prophecy of Joel. Do not fear, O soil, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness are green, the tree bears its fruit, the fig tree and vine give their full yield. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain, the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent against you you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I, the Lord, am your God and there is no other and my people shall never again be put to shame. Then afterwards, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female slaves in those days I will pour out my spirit. I will show portents in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be those who escape, as the Lord has said, and among the survivors shall be those whom the Lord calls. Here ends the first lesson.
3: begins the 14th verse of the second chapter of the acts of the apostles on the day of pentecost peter standing with the eleven raised his voice and addressed the crowd men of judea and all who live in jerusalem let this be known to you and listen to what i say indeed these are not drunk as you suppose for it is only nine o'clock in the morning no and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness, and the moon to blood, before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You that are Israelites, listen to what I have to say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God the deeds of power, wonders and signs that God did through him among you, as you yourselves know, this man handed over to you, according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Fellow Israelites, I may say to you confidently of our ancestor David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would put one of his descendants on his throne. Foreseeing this, David spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, saying, He was not abandoned to Hades nor did his flesh experience corruption. This Jesus, God raised up, and of that all of us are witnesses. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you may both see and hear. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Here ends the second lesson.
1: Christ, have mercy upon us. thy salvation, O Lord, save the
2: Queen,
1: and mercifully hear us when we call upon Thee.
2: Endure thy ministers with righteousness,
1: and make thy chosen people joyful. bless thine inheritance.
2: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
1: Because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God.
2: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
2: amor commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quiet.
6: has poured out this that you both see and hear. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. When I lie within my bed, sicking heart and sick in head, and with doubts discomfited, sweet spirit, comfort me. Robert Herrick's Litany to the Holy Spirit offers a powerful vocabulary for the restless and seeking heart. His words give voice and order to the cries of unrest and offer lamentation a means of expression. And finally, hope, sweet spirit, comfort me. Today we celebrate the feast of Pentecost on which our longing for the coming of the Spirit is fulfilled. We celebrate amid hardship, having endured weeks of sacrifice, uncertainty, and for many, painful loss. Many have been consigned to their beds, or hospital beds, suffering with sickness. We've all suffered in heart and head, discomfited by doubts and fears for the future. These are days that are unlike any others, and yet we still celebrate this feast. This celebration isn't one of exuberant happiness or merrymaking, especially so this year, but it is marked by thanksgiving and hope for renewal. The Spirit of God has been poured out upon the people called by His name. Christians throughout the world, throughout time, have received this great gift, which is the presence of God. And today, we recall that first instance, that first outpouring. The Spirit with which the creation is sustained, which anoints God's chosen, which inspires, guides, unites and empowers the church, dwells within each of us in the hearts of all believers. Hearts which are at this time cut and wounded by the pandemic the world faces. Now more than ever, we have reason to pray, to pray for an increase in this spirit and to acknowledge and hold firm to that sustaining and uniting bond. Even when distanced and for some isolated, we are not truly alone. The Spirit of God dwells in us and we are united in him. St Augustine writes that it is through our participation in the life of this Spirit that a delight and a love of the supreme and unchangeable good of God is formed in us. No matter the hardship we face, no matter the evil we endure, there is an unshakable good to seek, to find and to delight in. This is the hope of the Gospel into which we were baptised, and because of which we receive this sweet spirit. Saint Peter in our second lesson attests to this message of goodness, of incorruptible life with God. This is the good in which we can partake. The Spirit is given that we may see and hear this good news and the new reality won by the merits of Christ's death and resurrection. The Spirit helps us to see and hear the movements of God's grace in our lives, the work of resurrection in the world. So much of what we're experiencing in our lives at the moment is uncertain incomprehensible, hidden from sight and communicated in part. Our questions seem unanswered, the future seems murky and the threats of endings are all too real. But the eyes of the faithful are enlightened by the Spirit and we are tasked with cultivating the growth of new life, transforming that which dissembles hope and cloaks truth. There is much cause for despair and the burdens of our hearts have increased, but the light of the Spirit, the light of hope, burns as a fire freshly kindled in our hearts. We are the custodians of the gifts of God and we're called to share them with the world in each generation and through every trial. This light cannot go out, so as we continue to wait and watch and pray, Let us not be as those without comfort, and instead attend to the kingdom which is to come, a kingdom that cannot be shaken, a kingdom without sighing and weeping, where death is no more and life is without end. When the house doth sigh and weep, and the world is drowned in sleep, yet mine eyes the watch do keep, sweet spirit, comfort me. Amen.
4: Let us pray. On this day of Pentecost, we give thanks for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Renew our hearts, increase our faith, strengthen our hope, expand our charity, and make us ever ready for the service of your kingdom. We pray for the church throughout the world, for the Anglican province of Melanesia and for Archbishop Leonard we give thanks for our relationship with the scandinavian churches praying today for the latvian church abroad and for archbishop lauma within this our diocese of london we pray for sarah our bishop and for the work of jonathan rust kensington area director of mission development we pray for our world for all who are in need for the sick and the dying and especially at this time for all affected by the coronavirus pandemic. We pray for all who are anxious and fearful, for those without access to healthcare, for hospitals and health services under pressure, for all who cannot be with loved ones, and for those who care for the sick and the dying. And in silence we bring to God our own prayers. O God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, in quietness and in confidence shall be our strength. By the might of your Spirit lift us, we pray, to your presence, where we may be still and know that you are God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all evermore. Amen.